0: My bed is a spaceship. The tree in the sea. Chapter four. A fishy moment. The eyes of the scroll of the galaxies, which sat on the top edge of the curled-up paper, were so focused on moving pictures on its middle that it went cross-eyed. He could see the mighty motion approaching an enormous planet of water, which was circling his actual mouth. If my calculations are correct, then the tree is definitely in the sea, said the scroll. Well, I hope it is. The spacemates all peered at the map on the scroll of the galaxies. The waters on the planet were of different colors. There were patches of yellow, purple, silver, green, and black. They then looked over the side of the bed to the actual planet. They were skimming across the top of the waves, and suddenly a bright orange monster the size of the house rose from the waves. Black hole crazy, shouted Curtis as he stared at the creature. It reminded him of his head teacher, with a long flat forehead and a nose that looked like a cauliflower. It had a tiny mouth and lips that were bright yellow. It reached the force field of the spaceship and kissed it. It gave what looked like a smile and disappeared. That was indeed close, said First Officer Zip. Yucky it was, said Mr. Hippo. Interesting, replied the scroll. Why interesting, asked Curtis, that its mouth looks so small. Oh, is that it? No, but... It opens up so wide. Curtis could see on the scroll a picture of the monster about to eat the mighty motion. He turned his head and looked behind to see its yellow lips open so wide that it could swallow a huge bus. Planets colliding, screamed Curtis, as the whole bed was sucked into the beast. Everything went black, and only the force field stopped them from being crushed. Suddenly, the muscles around them must have squeezed as they shot backwards. They stopped in a squelchy cavern that was lined with fluorescent patches of light. Where are we? asked Curtis quietly. Inside, replied the scroll. Inside what indeed? asked First Officer Zip impatiently. If my calculations are correct and my memory accurate... The scroll continued and then stopped. Yes. 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 The other spacemates asked in unison. Yes. And I haven't made a mistake. Yes. yes. We are in, um, what do you call it? Yes. A thingy. Wait. Oh, okay. It's a yellow lipped, blue glass friendly fish. A blue lipped, yellow glass friendly fish? Asked First Officer Zip. No, a yellow lipped, blue glass friendly fish. A m, m- lipped m- blue m- m- fish? said Mr. Hippo, who had been so nervous that he was chewing on one of the pillows. I've never heard of a yellow lipped, blue glass friendly fish before. Are they friendly? asked Curtis. Depends. On what? on whether you are one of their friends or not. At that precise moment, the whole cavernous inside of the fish lit up. The spacemates all covered their eyes as the deep blue light poured in from all areas. After a few minutes, their eyes adjusted, and they peered around at what looked like a huge blue glass atrium. They could see outside to the yellowish tinged sea and could make out the outline of twenty yellow lipped, blue glass friendly fish swimming with them in formation. When they leaped out of the water, their glass like coats would change from blue to bright orange. Suddenly, the force field around them turned off and the spacemates held their breath. It began to hurt Curtis's chest as First Officer Zip pressed the controls, but to no avail. The pain worsened, and Curtis wondered if this was how the willow buds had felt when they were knocking on the force field in search of air. Finally, he could bear it no longer and gulp down whatever the air was inside the fish. Curtis was surprised that the air was sweet. It made him feel happy. Mmm. "'lovely peppermint flavor," said Mr. Hippo, "'and kept sniffing the air quickly, before he became dizzy. "'Well, I'm glad that worked,' said the scroll of the galaxies. "'They obviously think that we are friends.' "'How do you know?' asked Curtis. "'Well, if they didn't like you, "'the air would smell of mouldy socks and toenail clippings.' "'Suddenly a clang, "'like the ringing of a glass bell in a cathedral,' startled the spacemates. tall and thin creatures rose from the ground they appeared to be made of blue glass and the further to the left they looked the thinner the glass was as they rose they each took it in turns to speak the first spoke in a deep voice as if he was gargling marbles the last was so high that it made all the glass around them shake Hello 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 hello. hello, 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 hello. A new sentence began from the right, and each glass creature took its turn to say the same word, but with a higher-toned voice. Hello. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. you. For coming, for coming, for coming, for coming, Ah, our pleasure indeed, replied First Officer Zip. The creatures waited a moment, as if expecting each one of the spacemates to say the same thing. Do you know about the tree in the sea? Curtis asked of them. It's there, it's there, it's there, it's there. It's there, it's there, it's there. The spacemates looked out of the blue glassed fish coat and gasped. In the centre of the sea was a tree. Not just any tree, but the tree in the sea. It was so big that each branch could have held Curtis's school and playing fields. It was leaning severely to the right, as if it was about to fall into the ocean. Curtis was about to ask another question, when the creatures spoke again. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. goodbye. Suddenly, the blue glass surrounding the Mighty Motion changed to a brownish colour and squeezed them down on the back end of the bed. The Mighty Motion shot through a tunnel of yellow-lipped, blue-glass-friendly fish which opened up in front of them. They were catapulted out of the mouth high into the air and flew into the great and only tree on the planet. I told you I would find it, said the Scroll of the Galaxies.